In this podcast, Pamela Barty, a Forbes 30 under 30 entrepreneur and developer of a $100 million real estate empire, will share her inspiring underdog comeback story. And along with those of her guests, she'll share how you too, as an underdog, can rise up and succeed against all odds. Here's your host, Pamela Barty. Welcome back to Underdog. Today we have part B of my incredible interview with Semi. I can't wait for you to hear the rest of his story. Without further ado, here's Semi. Or if somebody has any questions about anything financial, taxes, please go to Semi because he usually replies back right away. Doesn't charge, doesn't cost anything, and he's always willing to help. So that was right, like my right. point is to become that go-to person right. for anybody that has questions about financial stuff. Right. Right. That's kind of where I got to where I am. Right. <laughs> well, that's awesome, though. My gosh. So that was like from beginning yeah. to sort of now. And like, there's so many things within your story that I love and appreciate mm-hmm. so much. We do have so many parallels, and I find sure. that that's incredible. Now, because I've, you know, in this world, when people face a situation like you did when you tore your ACL, yeah. and that's like soccer was always your outlet. Like, that was your go-to when everything else in the world was kind of uncertain and you know so many things going on in your life and that was your one thing by the way that was like the first probably five years since that happened yeah if somebody like mentioned it i'd get super emotional about it and like just listening to it i'm like almost like you know i don't want to get that sad on tv yeah yeah no 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 (laughs) but it's like it was like a big yeah as you can imagine it was like a huge thing for you so it's like you know there's so many people out there that they go through things like Mm -hmm. that and they don't know how to move Mm -hmm. forward so it's like how how, what helped you in that time of transition and pivoting because it seems like it was so deeply close to Mm -hmm. you like how did you sort of maneuver in that, you know, going from a dark space to, to the light yeah. in, in a way and to shift it into something so positive. I think you're just a naturally positive person too, mm-hmm. which I, I sense Thank your you. energy, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? but like, <laughs> what was it that like sort of kept you, you know, kept everything rolling for you and like understanding that there was a silver lining behind it, right. you know? And it wasn't, it wasn't always like this. Right, like right, right. Wasn't, positivity comes from you finding something that in a way people say it's your calling yeah. or something that's very fulfilling. And I think one of the biggest things is what I love and appreciate about people. And I love people. Like I love learning about people. I love learning about their backgrounds. Like I'm genuinely passionate on having conversations with different people to learn about where they came from. So that's kind of one of the things that like brought me to you is Mm -hmm. like, I heard a lot of things about you. And then you told me your story and I'm like, that is so fantastic. Mm -hmm. And what I appreciate about people is everybody's really good at a lot of different things. People might have one thing that they're really passionate about right. and some things that they don't know about yet. Right. But I think people can do so many different things. And I just learned to appreciate that I lost soccer, but it brought me to now all these years later, I'm looking back and I'm like, my God, being a financial advisor, I've helped so many different people right. that I never would have helped if, if I was a soccer player. So mm-hmm. in a way, finding silver lining in things is what helped me get through it. Mm. But on the other hand, finding something else that I'm passionate about 
and to kind of fall back on. So keeping your mind occupied is probably one of the best things you can yeah. ever do. Stay busy. And for me, it was soccer. Yep. For someone else, it could be a breakup. For someone else, it could be losing a parent. For someone else, it could be all these different horrible things that can happen in somebody's life. Right. The most important thing is you cannot get into your own head. Right. As you're training your mind, right. your mind is getting stronger at being able to deal with these things. But you might not be there yet when something happens. You might not expect there could be an untimely death for somebody in the family. Right. And so you haven't really prepared your mind to deal with that. Right. So instead of you getting into the dark place where you're trying to tell your mind to get out of that dark place, instead you can just focus all that energy that maybe could be anger, could be sadness, yeah. focus it into something else and use that as an outlet, no matter what that is. Some people, it's video games. It's fun. It's something else to do that will take your mind out of this. Mm. And little by little, your mind will get stronger and stronger. And the next thing that something like that happens, you'll be a little bit more prepared. So right. in a way, being able to deal with something so bad, I was prepared for something bad happening mm -hmm. because I experienced what it's like to go through when we were unsure if mom was going to be able to make it right. and get through leukemia. Right. Thankfully, she did. But that was a learning experience of like how horrible is that I need to keep my mind occupied. I right. need to not always be thinking about that because I'll get super sad and depressed. Yeah, right, right. Instead, when I'm not with mom, let me just focus on being good at school. Let me just focus on playing soccer. Yeah. So just find something that, that can keep your mind occupied at all times. Right. And that, wow, that's, it's just incredible how you've been able to shift in such a positive way and sort of look back on it, which I find incredible. Now, your first business venture, mm -hmm. it's like... You seem to find opportunity in the places where most people wouldn't think of it. Right. How did that like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how did that just like spark, you know, like being him being at the ATM mm -hmm. and you're just like, well, with all that money, you, you should be investing. Like, yeah, yeah. is that like, I feel like it's instinctual with you. I think you're just an entrepreneur by trade. Like, how did that sort of like, what was your mind process that like? Yeah. So this is funny. I remember mom used to tell me that. On Saturdays, there was cartoons, right? So me, when other kids watch cartoons, I, for some reason, I just always like anything that had to do with space or business. So like <laughs> astronomy, <laughs> really it. enough, yeah. I just watched like Same. Into the Cosmos like all the time. Same and then growing up, I was so obsessed with shows like uh, Shark Tank, like mm -hmm. The Prophet. Mm -hmm. Even shows, I don't know if you've heard of American Greed. It's different yep. scams that people... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Everything that had any tie to business... Same here. Like I watched it, but when I say nonstop, like I could go through like a whole season of The Profit, all different businesses. And for some reason, um, I have the type of mind where that's kind of why I was good at school. I didn't always do homework, <laughs> like <a> time, <laughs> but I always did really well on tests. And I think my yeah. mind really absorbs certain information. information. That's just how my mind works. And I think even at times where I was like watching The Profit in the background, yeah. but maybe playing on my phone a lot of the information and the ideas that he had on how to improve somebody's business right. naturally entered my brain. So mm. my brain just got trained. Absorbed, so. Yeah, I got trained to see opportunity and how to make a business better. So like my goal for the future is on top of being a financial advisor is I want to be almost like a business consultant, which yeah. thankfully enough, it's like parallel yeah. to being a financial yeah, right, advisor. Right, right. <laughs> um, but it's like somebody comes to me and they're like, this is where I'm missing. I'm not making enough sales. I'm not bringing enough people. And I can give them different ideas of how to improve that side of the business. 
one of the weirdest things I've ever heard, and I hear a lot of different podcasts like Tom Below, like all these different people, yeah. Gary Vee, is everybody has like a map that tells them if you want to be successful, right. this absolutely blows my mind. You bring two people together and you tell them, listen, I'm going to give you a map of exactly what you need to do to be successful. If you follow this to the T, you're going to be successful in whatever you, business you pick. Mm. One person takes the map, reads it, they do everything they're supposed to do, and they become successful. They build a business, whatever their passion is, right. they become successful. One person takes that map, they look at it, and they're like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to try to do it my way. And maybe they don't do anything with it. It's so weird that everybody has an exact map of what they need to do to be successful or to be healthy or to eat healthy or right. to lose weight or do this and that. Some people decide to follow it and right. do it right. and become entrepreneurs, become business people. Some people decide, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm going right. to try to find my own way. Never understood that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have the blueprint, you know? Yes. Wow. <laughs> so I guess going back to your question, in a way it has become... And nobody's ever told me that before. Made my head spin. Yeah. It is instinctual, I yeah. guess, now. Yeah. Is if I hear something, instinctually, my brain will tell me this is a positive way. Mm. This is probably not going to work. And I don't really have to think it. Yeah. It's like it's sitting somewhere in the back of my mind. And when somebody asks me a question about business, my mind just kind of sends out that signal yeah. of this is what you need to tell them. So it's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. And to go back to that is, in a way, we got lucky. But I'm a full believer that the harder you work, the luckier you get. So yes, we got lucky that one of his father's ex-business partners was in Ghana. So he already had an in there. Right. We decided to make that call and get his opinion. We decided that even after we heard him, we took a big, big leap of faith and actually bought tickets to go to Africa. And right, meet right, right. <laughs> like that, right. That's it. Like, yes, we got lucky that he was there. We, we never would have met with him if I didn't have an idea of like, we should start a business type thing. Right. And like, and then that led you to the financial yeah. planning world, yeah. which feels like it's your most fulfilling mm -hmm. role yeah. in all yeah. of this. So it's crazy how every step of your journey has really prepped you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. For this. Yeah. And like, tell me a little bit about what you're working on, what your focus is in that world yeah. and other ventures that you may be invested in or different opportunities that you're collaborating sure, with sure, or sure. working on that absolutely. kind of thing. Cause I know you have way more than just, yeah, <laughs> just this going yeah, on. absolutely. So, um, on the surface right. is like financial planning. Right. And then once you dig deeper into it is the markets that I've chosen to focus on more. And obviously I have now over 800 clients total. Um, and it's a mix of international clients and non-international clients. Um, but I like to focus a lot on business owners. And the reason for that is because I got to learn what it's like to run a business. So I know the hardships that they're going through right, for right, one right. At, at the base. And then once you dig deeper into that is a lot of the Greeks that I know, Greeks and Albanians, mm -hmm. most of their businesses are restaurants and pizza places. Mm -hmm. So I know what it's like to have to deal with, okay, how many boxes are we going to order? We have people to pay. What's the margins on the food? What's the food cost? So I got to learn what that is. And I think the fact that I have a background in business and having my own business, mm -hmm. I can bring it into financial planning right. is relatively like in the past year or so, I got connected with one of my clients who is a fashion designer. His name is actually Samuel Vartan, and he's relaunching a new website. The idea to relaunch a new website actually came from me. He had a website that was a little bit older, and I thought, you know what? 
we need to redo this, we need to relaunch. I didn't have to do that, but as a financial advisor, I spent that extra time Mm. to be able to help my clients. So the things that we did is relaunch the website, reshot all of his pieces with actual models, because the way that he had it before is half were models, half were shot on mannequins. Mm. And I was like, how are you going to have a website where like half are actual people and half are, it doesn't make sense. Right. So we reshot everything, all of his pieces, redid it. And we decided actually on March 21st of this year to have like a website launch event. By connections that I had, by connections that he had in the industry, we were able to connect with somebody that owns a super cool mansion in Manchester by the sea. Like think about that. It's like we had no idea where this road was going to take us. But we got connected with somebody that owns a mansion and he loved the idea of launching a new website there. So it's been very hard to convince people to come to a mansion party with models. So I'm having some trouble getting people to <laughs> agree to come to a mansion party with models. So, <laughs> so I think the website launch will be a success. And I think his business is going to grow. What he needed is just an extra like, like here's another idea. Right. Whereas you can focus on just creating new pieces and bring out your talent in your pieces. And then we can focus on the financials. We can focus on how we're going to get people there. We can focus on the marketing. We can focus on everything else. So being able to have all these different clients in front of me and have them own businesses and having to have kind of a, a background in business and different ideas about the business, how to market the business, I think has helped me become more successful than the average financial advisor. Right. Because the average financial advisor focuses on just the business financials and their personal financials. Whereas in a way, I think I look at the bigger picture of this is short term. Right. What can we do to make sure that your business goes more long term? Right. On like a macro level. On the macro level. And also too, I think it's important that as a financial advisor that you've been in these shoes before. So the fact that you understand the business owners is a whole different dimension and depth to your work because you're like, listen, I've, been through that I absolutely I know you yeah. know and that I think is extremely valuable to your clients which I think is absolutely yeah, thank you for remarkable that. Thank absolutely you. Remarkable. here's an idea that he never thought of I said once the website launches you should have a lot of the models wear the Samuel Barton t-shirts and literally go to Boston on the morning when people are getting off the tea and just pass out little flyers that have your website on it just have people create awareness and market your website that way. Who's not going to want to talk to some, like a very pretty girl passing out. (laughs) So even small things like that, that don't really cost that much, but can raise that much awareness because Boston's huge and one person can talk to another person. I learned that concept because that's how my business was created. Greeks and Albanians, Good part about it is it's hard to get into that industry in the beginning because they don't trust these. Right, 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 right. But once you help out one person, then they'll introduce you to their neighbor, their cousin, their in-laws, their other neighbor, their business partner. Friends, so friends. Like that's, how, <laughs> that's how my business was built. So I think word of mouth is like the greatest thing in the world. That's incredible. Now, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Uh, so the best piece of advice is just get yourself out there. Like a lot of the young financial advisors come up to me and ask me, how did I become successful? My first year, because I traveled a lot, 
like college was in one city, grad school was in Cambridge, was in a different city. Uh, my business was in Ghana, so I didn't really right, meet right, too right. many people during that period of time. I was so focused. I moved around, like I told you, the studio. I lived down the street from here in Framingham for a long time. <laughs> That's so funny. Then I lived in Waltham. Mm -hmm. Then now I live in Sharon. So it's like all these different places that I live that I never stayed for a long enough time to be able to create a, to create any type of connections in the community right. or meet any people. Right. So the best advice I ever got was no matter how you get your name out there, just get your name out there. So the first year of being a financial advisor, I'm not even joking with you. I probably sent about 150 messages every single day on LinkedIn, just wow. letting people know, random people that I didn't even know. I had some connections with, but I added all these random people, just letting them know, I just got in the business. Right. This is what I can do for you. Right. If you knew yourself or you know anybody that could use my services, please let me know. So I probably sent a total of about 9,000 messages to different people. Wow. Not a lot of them would answer. A lot of them would tell me, don't spam me. But some people would say, you know what? Can you please take a look at my life insurance portfolio? Or, hey, wow. I don't need you. I have a financial advisor. But right. my son's 23, just getting out of school. Right. You could use somebody young like you. Right. So getting yourself out there and outworking the other person, no matter what you're doing, no matter what product or service you're selling, just get yourself out there. Go to different networking events. I probably went to maybe two networking events a day in wow. a week when I first started as a financial advisor, literally just giving out my cards. Wow. I wasn't expecting to get business. What I, what I was expecting is that next time that person goes home and maybe he hears his parents talking and they're yeah. saying, you know what? Maybe we should get some life insurance for the kids. He can say, I just talked to somebody that does that. Wait a second, right, I have this right, card right, right here. Like you're saying card. top of mind. That's it. Yeah, wow. That is it. So get yourself out there. Doesn't matter the product, the service you're selling. Just get yourself out there. Let people know what you're doing. Beautiful. And now here, here's another question. That yes, I have. please. What would your older self tell your younger self based on everything you've experienced? When you ask me that question, there's so many different things that yep. jump into my brain where it's like... If I had like a minute to talk to my younger self, yeah. would I tell them about my family? Would I tell them about soccer? Would I tell them about school? Would I tell them about girlfriends? Would I tell them about business? How could I incorporate everything that's happened in my life mm -hmm. in like one minute of talking to my younger self? And I think the number one thing that I would say to my younger self is do not under any circumstances get lazy. Do not wake up one day and say, you know what? I don't feel like doing anything today just do something even if that means stay in your bed go on youtube and watch a podcast or watch something anything always 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 go out there and keep learning and never ever give up on anything that you've started so one thing that i did learn one of the first jobs i ever had i actually did door-to-door -door sales wow i actually sold cable <laughs> which is not <laughs> the worst i think it's a little bit easier than selling like magazine subscriptions or like right. Bibles or something like that. I don't know if they even do that anymore. <laughs> but that company was, I got to tell you, I probably created the thickest skin working there because that company was rain or shine or snowstorm. We were out there knocking on doors. Didn't matter no, what happened nonstop. So created and learned to have a thick skin because when you get rejected about 10,000 times, finally you start not, you know, you don't let it affect you as right, much. Right. So two years of doing door-to-door -door sales, I think taught me more about life and more about 
dealing with rejection right. than anything else I could have <laughs> ever done. <laughs> so, But that's amazing because it sort of shifted into everything that you're doing now. And right. now you sort of seem to find your niche in terms of where you create value the most for right. your clients. And I think now you're just harping on that and sort of expanding. And I think that's why you found your successes. They say the riches are in the niches, right? I like that. <laughs> the, I the, that. the riches are I in the niches, you know? So <laughs> I've heard awesome. that before. And, you know, and it sounds like you have sort of pinpointed that, which is really exciting. Now, what should we be expecting in the future? Like different things for that you want to sort of announce or if there's things that are going on confidentially, we can keep yeah, that confidential. Yeah. No, that's there. okay. So my career goal is obviously to expand in my own business. Soon I'm going to be having my own financial planning firm, which is great because one of the things I enjoy is passing on that knowledge. So not only to clients, passing on the knowledge of financial planning and the right things to do, Mm -hmm. but also passing on knowledge to other financial advisors and Mm -hmm. making them grow and making them happy, making them good at what they do. Uh, So definitely want to have my own financial planning firm. But then more of a longer term goal is I've always, like I said, going back to being passionate, teaching people. I really want to be in a way like a motivational speaker. Like Mm -hmm. the thoughts of me being in front of a large audience Mm -hmm. and having my words have such a big impact on them that they make a life change. Right. For the positive is like one of the most fulfilling things I can ever think of. In a way, going and both working at the same time parallel to each other, working towards being a better financial advisor and you can never stop learning because obviously laws change and uh, regulations change. Right. But also in a way, learning as much as I can about business itself. Right. And being able to pass on that knowledge to other people. So one day I'd love to just be in front of people, in front of a large audience and having them learn and become more positive and making a positive change Mm -hmm. because of what I said to them. Right. That's incredible. So now you've got to tell the people where they can reach you, where they can find you, yes. all that good so, stuff. <laughs> so where can we find you, Semi? Thankfully enough, there's not that many people named Semi, if any. <laughs> so I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook. I don't Beautiful. use Instagram, not super deep into like social media and stuff like that. I prefer it that way. In a way, in the calmer way of life. So no Snapchat, <laughs> no Instagram. But if you just search Semi Spahalari on Facebook or on LinkedIn, those are the two best ways to reach me. You can also Google me and you'll find phone number, email, companies I work for just All this way. But Semi Spahalari, you can't fail because there's no one else like that. Yeah, <laughs> no you want to tell them how to spell it? Sure, you yeah. give it? <laughs> so, so it's S-E-M-I. Mm-hmm. And quick story before we break about how I got my name. So it's S-E-M-I. Mm-hmm. And it's the first two letters of my dad's name. And the first two letters of my mom's name put together. Oh. That's how I got Semi. Oh, wow. Cool. That is cool. Yeah. And my last name is Spahalari. So that's S-P-A-H-I-L-L-A-R-I. Spahalari. So you can't mess it up. You can't Just mess it up. Just make it sure. Yeah. <laughs> Any like variation of that? <laughs> Probably... You reach very close to me, I feel like. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for You're coming welcome. in today. Thank you so much I love for your story. Me. And I know this the conversation will continue and everything. So I'm Appreciate that. psyched. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for having me. me. The only dream that I've been chasing is my own. So that's it for today's episode of Underdog. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week that posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in the grand prize drawing to win a private VIP day with Pamela herself in Boston, Massachusetts. Be sure to go to theunderdogshow.com and pick up a copy of Pamela's free gift. And join us 
on the next episode.